Welcome to the Disney Planning Insights Podcast, brought to you by Princesses in the Mouse Disney Travel. Today's episode is a special edition going over Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. Welcome to the Disney Planning Insights Podcast. In this episode, we'll be talking about Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. It's one of the two special parties that they hold at Magic Kingdom. And Peter, why don't you give us a little bit of the basics about the party? So the Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party, as Matt said, is one of the two parties that they hold. Now, the two parties kind of run back-to-back with the Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party ending and the Very Merry Christmas Party starting just a couple of weeks later. And the Not-So-Scary Halloween Party party runs from mid-August to the very first of November. In fact, that's the last day this year is November 1st. And if you're trying to plan this into your trip, a couple of things that you should be aware of is the cost and the days. And so as you're looking at the trip, the days that Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party occur on in general are Sundays, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays. So if you're going down on your trip and you start to plan things like your fast passes and your dining, you definitely want to keep aware that those days Magic Kingdom might be closing early on you or on the flip side of that, it might be a great day for you to plan attending the Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. In terms of the cost, it sort of ramps up from the beginning of the party all the way up to Halloween with ticket prices being in the $75 to $85 range through most of August. As you head into September, you'll get $80 to $90 ticket prices. And then when you get into October, the ticket prices go to $105 to $115 a piece. So depending on what time of year you're trying to visit, whether it be right away in August or into October, you have to plan budget-wise. But in October, a safe bet is that you're going to spend around $110 per ticket. I will also add that Halloween night itself, October 31st, is $135 per ticket to be in the park on Halloween attending this not-so-scary Halloween party. So that's the peak because both days around that are $115 a ticket. In terms of logistics, the park closes on not-so-scary Halloween nights at 6 p.m. for standard park goers. And so at 6 p.m., they're going to start ushering people out that don't have the party wristband. And the party officially goes from 7 p.m. to midnight. However, here's a DPI pro tip for you. The park for you, if you're attending the not-so-scary Halloween party, you can actually start entering the park as early as 4 p.m. So one of the things that I like to recommend to people is that on the not-so-scary Halloween party, plan that as an off day. You can wake up late, you can take a nap, you can hit the pool, you can lounge around the resort, and then around 4 o'clock, you can head to Magic Kingdom because the not-so-scary party ticket is your park admission from 4 to midnight on the not so scary days and so it's a great way to get most of the day in a park without actually having to pay for the cost of admission of course if you do plan in being in another park or plan to get to magic kingdom before 4 p.m you will need valid park admission now one of the things that i love about not so scary halloween party and the reason why my family anytime we're in the parks during that time of year will always plan a night at not so scary is all of the exclusive things that that you can do at the not so scary party that are not available anywhere else. And so as I was just going through those prices, you might have gone, "Wow, $100 extra." Yeah, because you get so many things that you can't access 
any other time unless you're at the not so scary party. So the first thing that Matt, why don't we talk about all of the amazing shows and parades that are exclusive to this party? Yeah, um, Peter, there are exclusive fireworks shows and parades that Disney does just for the Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. First, my family loves the fireworks. New this year, they've added the Not So Spooky Spectacular Fireworks Show. This is replacing the Hallowishes show that had gone on for years and is a really heavy projection show. So you really want to be close to the castle. Um, there is a caricature of Jack Skellington that comes out onto the castle stage there. And he kind of presents the show. And you follow Mickey and his gang through a Halloween scene on the castle. And it's really cool. And it's got some great fireworks behind it so it's, it's really a must see. A couple of the things that are coming back are the Hocus Pocus Villain Spectacular and that's the Sanderson sisters from Hocus Pocus and some of their villain friends kind of dancing and putting the show on on that castle stage and then the Boo to You Parade is also back and it's added some floats this year to include characters from The Incredibles so it kind of encompasses all of the park areas now because Tomorrowland was kind of left out in years prior with any any character focus in this parade. The last thing that I'm going to talk about in this section is a another upcharge event hosted by Cruella DeVille in Tony's Town Square. Basically what they're going to do is they're going to turn that into a little almost like lounge party with Cruella DeVille hosting. It's going to have some sweet and salty snacks and some drink options. But the key thing with that is it's going to have a private viewing area for the Boo to You Parade. Now there is a cost associated and it's going to be $99 per person no discounts for prior purchase no discounts for kids the next thing that i love about these parties are some of the characters that you can find that aren't around the parks on a normal basis so peter why don't you talk about a few of the characters that are out yeah so as matt just mentioned if you go to magic kingdom on any day there are characters all over the place you can meet tons of princesses mickey and minnie mouse uh tinkerbell gaston all of these things alice and and all that but during the not-so-scary Halloween party, Disney kicks the character experience to a whole new level with exclusive meet-and-greets that you can't get anywhere else. And so if you're trying to really fill out that character book and your kid loves meet-and-greets and loves getting character signatures, you know, loves referring back to it later on to go, oh, look, remember when I got this person? And that's part of your memory-making experience. Then you're really going to want to focus your party around meeting some of these characters uh, just a couple of things just to note about who's available. If you're a really big Nightmare Before Christmas fan, you can meet Jack Skellington and Sally up front at Town Square Theater where you would normally meet Tinkerbell. Outside of that, the Seven Dwarves cannot be met all together except at these parties. And so going and meeting all Seven Dwarves simultaneously is a really must-do on a lot of people's lists. Another really big one is Moana. Moana was introduced last year and her lines got to the point where at 7 o'clock when the party opened, her line was actually full and had over a four-hour queue in it. And so part of the get there before 7 idea that I just talked about a, a few minutes ago is that get there and get waiting for some of those high-ticket characters so that you don't spend all night waiting in those lines and that you go and you get them met so that you can move on to all the other amazing things that the party has to offer. Uh, one more 
is Lotso Huggin Bear, and so you can meet him out in Tomorrowland. Um, outside of that, the other thing that you can get during the Not So Scary Halloween is a lot of the villains. And so if you head over to the Mad Tea Party, you're going to find the Queen of Hearts. Before Cruella heads in to host her special event that Matt just talked about, you can meet her up towards the front. And over by Aladdin's Magic Carpets, you can find Jafar. So during this, you can actually find some of the villains that are out and wreaking a little bit of havoc in the park during the Halloween party. One of the really big things about the Halloween party that I absolutely love and my family loves is getting dressed up and going trick-or-treating at our favorite place on earth. So Matt, why don't you tell us about that process? Yeah, and Peter, this is really cool. So what Disney does is they transform some of the um, restaurant areas and some of the ride queue areas into trick-or-treat stations. And they're going to be labeled with big inflatables outside. And also, you know, the importance of grabbing a park map when you go in, they're all labeled on the park maps. So they're a great thing to look at to kind of pick your route and that kind of thing. Generous portions at every location. A ton of candy if you hit them all. Also, there are allergy-friendly locations that will get you appropriate treats if your kids have nut allergies or anything like that. Um, Make sure that you get a teal bag for those allergy-friendly locations. That way you can collect tokens at the non-allergy-friendly locations to redeem. As far as dressing up goes, this is one of the really cool things because it's really the only time that an adult can wear a costume in Magic Kingdom. And what they let you do is kind of let your imagination go and you can do just about anything. But a couple of things that they really try and voice against is don't bring weapons in or anything that looks like a weapon. So if you're going to be Captain Hook, leave that sword at home, you know. And the other thing is, is don't wear masks that cover your face. It's okay for some of the little kids, but as for an adult, keep the masks off. But as far as that, let your imagination go. You know, here's my pro tip in this one. It's use that time that you're going to spend possibly not going to a park earlier in the day to go to a bippity-boppity boutique location or or go to one of the salons and do the character couture package at one of the salons and really doll up for the party because it's a lot of fun to see all the creativity and all the costumes that people come up with at the party. So, you know, let your imagination run wild on that one. So the next thing that we're going to talk about is some of the cool treats and merchandise that are around the park. So Peter, why don't you tell us about that? Yeah, so one of the things that I love going to these parties for is sort of hopping around from treat to treat, meeting those characters and watching those shows. And so just a couple of ones that stand out. If you're if you're interested in something a little bit more heavy and substantial, there is a Hades Nachos over in Pecos Bill, Tall Tale Inn and Cafe. So that's over in Adventureland, right across from Pirates of the Caribbean, kind of around the corner as you head to Frontierland is where you'll find that. But then a lot of it's sweets, right? A lot of desserts and things along those lines. And so just a couple ones that I'm really interested in. Uh, The first one is the Amuck 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 Cupcake. And so we all remember that scene from Hocus Pocus growing up of her jumping up and down and Bette Midler smacking her in the middle of the stomach and her going, oh! All right, so the Amuck 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 Cupcake features the Sanderson sisters on top of a cupcake. And that's going to be found at Main Street Bakery, which is just Magic Kingdom's fancy way of saying Starbucks. So it's on the right 
right of Main Street as you walk up Main Street, USA. Another one that I know my wife is dying to have this year is the Pumpkin Spice Milkshake over at Anti-Gravities, which is over in Tomorrowland. So the Pumpkin Spice Milkshake, my wife is all about that pumpkin spice. I had to wake up at 5 a.m. the day the Pumpkin Spice Latte released and go drive over to Starbucks to have it waiting at her bedside. So she's really excited to try that. And then another one for me is Constance's for better or for worse wedding cake. So Constance is the name of the bride in one of my favorite rides, Haunted Mansion. One of the things that I always make sure to ride during the not so scary Halloween party is Haunted Mansion. And this is a wedding cake with an axe dug right into the top of it, really embodying Constance of the ride in a very delicious treat. And so treats are definitely a really important thing for me as I experience the not so scary Halloween party. Outside of that, you want to make sure to check out the merchandise and try to leave with some type of a souvenir beyond the memories of the not-so-scary party that you attended. So you can find t-shirts and pins and other exclusive merchandise, as well as even a magic band that's available only to party goers and some passholder exclusive versions of all those things as well couple of places to find these. Uh, in the Emporium on the left-hand side of Main Street, you're going to find it. But then if anything's out or there's ridiculously long lines, a really good spot to look is back in the Big Top Souvenirs. So that's back by a couple of trick-or-treating places. There's a Disney Junior Dance Party back there and some meet and greets. And so while you're back there in that Storybook Circus area, head into Big Top because they have all of that event merchandise and you might be able to find that size that was out up front and you might be able to find some slightly shorter lines. Well, outside of that, there's one thing that we haven't talked about, and that's probably the thing that people normally focus on on a day at Magic Kingdom, and that's the rides. So Matt, tell us how you approach the rides at the not-so-scary parties. So the rides during the parties are kind of a different animal. So let's start off with Disney decides to put some overlays and change up some things on a few rides just to give them a little bit of spice for the Halloween season. The first one is going to be Space Mountain. They turn off the lights, give it some heavier music, and really make it a neat, different ride. Um, another one is the Mad Tea Party. Um, they changed the lighting in that. They've done a uh, Halloween overlay at uh, Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor that basically they let you get your candy in the queue line, and then as you're walking through, they're going to pick out people, and they're going to make fun of them up on stage. So Then the last one is Pirates of the Caribbean. They've added a couple of live pirates in there that are really cool, a lot of fun. They they pick out people in the boats and they yell at you and they, they, they just have some fun with it. So those four rides really watch out for because they're probably going to have bigger lines as, as well as the Haunted Mansion. It's a Halloween ride. It's Halloween party. Probably going to draw people to that ride. So really use your My Disney Experience app to navigate where those wait times are and what you're going to ride. Another good tip here is look at the shows and the parade schedule because you can kind of jump into some of those rides if you've already seen, say, the Hocus Pocus show already that night, you may be able to use some of that time when another show's going on to get to some of the rides while other people are watching the shows. So it's a really good idea to kind of plan out and look at when those are going to be going on. One other thing I wanted to talk about during the ride section is the photo pass photos. There are a lot of cool magic shots where they overlay different things, they give you a party picture, that kind of stuff. And for the people that purchase the memory, 
memory maker. My family and I got a ton of really cool shots around the park that they overlaid with the Not So Scary Party 2018 and different characters and different ghouls from, say, Haunted Mansion, you know, and, and really made it really cool. So, you know, if you do have that memory maker package, find those photo pass photographers and get some photos done, not only with your characters, but with your family and with your friends. Past that, Peter, you know, what else do you like about this party? Well, we've already kind of talked about some of my favorite things, but I really think it's important to drive home the idea that when you go to the not so scary party, a lot of party newbies are going to look at this as an opportunity to just ride rides with low wait times. And if that's the reason you're going to the party, that's a terrible reason in my opinion, because there are so many exclusive things. If you're just trying to get a couple of rides at low wait times, then just go to an early morning magic or an after hours event, because the party is all about the special shows, the special parade, the special experiences that you can take on. Sure, mix in some of your favorite rides, especially if you can walk on real quick to Peter Pan or Seven Dwarves, but but really spend this time enjoying the shows and experiencing the park in a whole new way that you've maybe never done before. And one more quick thing about characters is new this year is the Disney Descendants Party. And so if your kids are anything like my daughter, my DVR is currently on repeat with Descendants, Descendants 2 and Descendants 3 going on. And so Ben and Mal and some of the other characters are going to be taking over Ray's Starlight Cafe and they're going to be hosting a dance party with your kiddos dancing to a lot of the hit songs from the Descendants movies and so that might be a great place for you to sit down rest your aching feet for a bit and just let your kids go nuts because that runs all the way from 7 p.m. through midnight just non-stop different characters coming up. Matt Outside of that, I think we've given them sort of a really good view. Any last things that your family loves to do at these parties before we send them away to have their own magical experience? We've both done the parties, and I think they're really good add-ons to your Disney vacation. Don't talk to Jack Sparrow about rum. It's a sore subject with him. He gets a little upset. He asks you to leave, so don't bring up the rum when you're talking to a pirate. But really just have a lot of fun with it. You know, get dressed up. Go online. See what other people have done. You don't have to put a ton of money into a costume, but you can make something really, really cool. As far as this podcast goes, thanks a lot for listening. Enjoy the Not-So-Scary Halloween Party, and let us know if you have any questions regarding your trip down to Disney. Turn your Disney dream into a magical Disney vacation with Princesses and the Mouse Disney Travel. Contact us at any of these options or learn more by clicking the website link below.